Hello, everyone. I'm John. And I'm Anne. And welcome to the fourth episode of the One Day at a Time Road Trip Podcast. And where in the world are we right now? We are in Medford, Oregon. Medford, Oregon. It's uh, just above the uh, border with uh, California. Yeah. It's been a long time since our last podcast. Nine days? Nine days. Nine days between episode three, where we were in Thane, Wyoming. We had just gotten to Wyoming. and uh, Yeah, it was our maybe second day in Wyoming of three, I think. I had this amazing <clears throat> cowboy hat for the benefit of the four people who listened to our last podcast. Thank you, listeners. We appreciate you keeping up with our travels. We hope more people can join. Uh, you will re- recall that I got a badass cowboy hat in um, Cheyenne, Wyoming. And uh, that is on my head right now. Yeah, it is. And he's wearing his Tabasco t-shirt, graphic yeah. tee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Way to be, I don't even know what our generation is. Yeah, I don't know. We're kind of on the cusp, More, depending on what you look at it. Some yeah. like older people, like, I mean, we're not old, but like. People born in and around the beginning of the 80s to like 84 could be considered millennials, although right. under some uh, interpretations of that generation, they would be left out. And we'd be like the, what's the middle one? It's like not Gen X, not Gen Y. It's like a, a time or something. Zennials. Zennials, yes. Okay, so we're digressing on generations. We are. Well, that was a nice little side road. We took a few side roads. Yeah. Yeah. So many segues we could go down, but let's stay. Let's keep it. Let's keep it at the top line. So when we were in Wyoming, we were in our tenth state. Mm-hmm. I think we had traveled like twenty five hundred miles or something like this. Mm-hmm. It was nine days ago, and now we're in Oregon, almost in California. Our fourteenth state. Fourteenth state, and I think our odometer says that we've now gone. Around, don't quote me on this, like 4,200 miles. Wow. So that's like double what we had traveled nine days ago. Pretty close. I mean, somewhere in the 48 to 52% for sure. Wow. So I don't, so we only had four listeners last time. I think we need to jazz it up a bit. Hmm. Okay. I don't really know how to do that because we've been driving all day and kind of Spartan here while we're available, but I think. We're going to have a breaking news segment. Oh. Yeah. This is breaking news to me. I think we're going to start breaking news to Anne. It's breaking news on the One Day at a Time podcast. All right. And we need like some kind of cue mm. for our breaking news. What's our cue? <clears throat> Something audible, I think, right? Mm. Because it's a podcast. Right. Can't see us. Right. Oh, I've got this glass of water. Oh. Yeah, I was wondering what that was for. <laughs> Perhaps I should knock a spoon against it like people do at weddings when they want people to kiss. Mm. Aww. Should we also kiss? Well, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> All right, so get ready. It's the breaking news segment. This could suck. It could be awesome. I don't know, but here, we're going to try to, I'm gonna try to make some noise. <laughs> All right, that's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so I think the breaking news is we're pretty much halfway through the trip. Yeah. Not like from a date perspective, and maybe not exactly from a mile perspective, but we're on the West Coast. I'm about to, like, I mean, almost, you know, we're spending our time on the West Coast, and then we're about to turn and head back east. You have to do the research. It could be that based upon lines of, I think it's, it's longitude. Because latitude oh, yeah. is north and south. Right. And so longitude, no, latitude is, is east and west. I thought latitude was east and west. And longitude was north Well, and south. Jimmy Buffett sings about changes in attitudes and changes in latitudes. And he's more of a Caribbean, southern kind of guy. But how does that have to do with latitudes and longitudes? Isn't that something scientific? Isn't what scientific? 
<laughs> well, I was talking about halfway and the fact oh, that I thought you were, oh, based I upon thought you were talking about as far west as we were going to go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh. Yeah, and the way that you can figure that out is through lines of longitude. Right. I don't know exactly where we were. I haven't researched it yet, but it looked like on the map that either Edmonds, Washington, where we were recently, yep. or the general Santa Cruz area of California, where we're generally going on the West Coast before traveling back east, kind of appeared as though, at least on Google Maps, that they were equally far west. Mm. So by that measure, we're kind of halfway. Yeah. And by time, it's three weeks on Sunday, I yeah. think, right? Yeah. Just a few days away. Yeah, which is today's Thursday, so. Yeah, it'll be a busy few days. We may or may not do a podcast. Hopefully, um, it won't go nine days again, but. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, you know, we've been spending a lot of time with people, so, you know, it's hard to, and I guess, you know, I was, we keep saying, oh, we're going to invite so-and-so on to do a podcast with us, and then we don't do it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so in Wyoming, we spent a wonderful time in Jackson um, and Thane, um, near Jackson. Um, we spent a great day kind of just roaming around the area in the Jeep and, like, looking for trails to go off-roading. Mm. So there's this, um, so as you know, we have a Jeep. If, if you want to check it out, I posted a picture of it recently on my Instagram uh, handle. Uh, it looks like it's in Jurassic Park because it's parked in Eric's driveway in like the third mm-hmm. spot. It looked so fun and so interesting. But there's an app that you can get. If you're a Jeep enthusiast here, this might be news to you. If, if, if it is, this is exciting stuff. Um, there's an app you can get that has Jeep badged trails across the United oh, yeah. States. And if you go, if you download the app for your phone, um, and when you get near one of these trails, you can check in. And when you check in, you can upload pictures. And you know, like many apps, it gives you a ranking and a score and all of this, the more active you are. But a kind of a neat thing about it is you can request a badge for that trail because they presume that you've done it since you checked in there, which we did for the Monument Ridge Trail. The unfortunate circumstance was we got probably about three, well, thirty percent of the way into it. It wasn't very mm, far, yeah. And the trail was closed because it's June, and that's still pretty early in that part of. The yeah, world. lots of like Actually. potential mudslides and um, just hazardous conditions. So we we played it safe. Yeah, um, in some areas might have been plowed and what have you, but we did explore quite a bit. Yeah, we did. It was fun. A network of little off-road trails. Yeah. And uh, we were, and we got to Grand Teton National yeah, Park. Yeah, it was amazing. That was a highlight. Definitely saw the Teton Range there with Grand Teton. Absolutely. The other <laughs> Absolutely breathtaking and stunning. Just so. I mean, I don't, I can't, I don't know. It's hard. It's like so vast. You know, if you look at it, like it just feels like it goes on forever. Um, it's really cool. Definitely worth checking out. Yeah. I think you were really taken aback by Wyoming. I, yes, I was. I've heard, and we had this conversation today in the car, like uh, both of us have heard that like, you know, people have told us, oh, Wyoming is beautiful and, you know, especially Jackson. Um, and it's not that I didn't believe them, but I just kind of didn't really like, I guess I didn't think it would be that beautiful. I mean, we've been to Fiji. We've been, I've been to Hawaii. You know, we've been to, we've been to beautiful places in the world. So, and it really surpassed my expectations and I, I think I probably had low expectations um but it was just a, a just a breathtaking place like everywhere you looked was a beautiful mountain view and mm-hmm. trees and mm-hmm. big sky I mean Montana was gorgeous as well um but Wyoming was a little more to for for me it was a little more magical <clears throat> yeah yeah no I could appreciate that I feel like in many ways, Montana and Wyoming were similar, uh, but why Montana was so much larger mm. um, yes. in scale, and Wyoming it was everything. It was, I appreciate your word magical. It's fairly subjective, but 
um, you know, some of the things that made it magical for me were just what you'd already mentioned, um, you know, the, the omnipresence of mountains and stark mountains and, you know, not very far away. Like if you drive a little bit, you can get to the mountain pretty quickly because it's not that far. Right. Um, and just a really clean and fresh environment that it just mm-hmm. felt inviting at pretty much most turns. Um, just very, in a very accessible way. Whereas in Montana, you know, it's, it's such a larger area that yeah. you're experiencing the same landscape and starkness and beauty. Uh, but it just is such a larger expanse that in some ways it feels while you're experiencing it, just kind of unreachable um, yeah. because there are parts of it that are pretty far away, despite you being able to see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great... Well, and that's kind of... I mean, I think we pretty much touched on the main points of the rest of our Wyoming stay. Um, we had some wonderful sunsets just sitting on the their, <clears throat> the deck there and um, just really enjoyed being in that uh, place. Um, yeah, we put out a video on uh, my Facebook page. So if you had a chance, check it out. If you haven't, Check it out, leave a comment, give us a like. We appreciate your interest and support. Absolutely. So then we went to Montana. Yep, we, um, that was, let's see, that was a, that was a decent drive. <clears throat> that was a, mm-hmm. a full day drive. Um, and we went, um, we stayed, so I have a friend from college who lives in Whitefish, Montana, and we stayed about and 45 minutes away from there because um, we just, it was either super expensive or there was no, no availability where she lives. Um, it's a kind of a trendy, like, mountain town. Um, really cute, actually. But anyway, we'll get there. Um, so that was our, our reason for And plus, um, JD and I had never been to Montana. Neither one of us had ever been to Montana. And that area is also close to, um, the National Glacier Park. Um, so we, you know, we had a pretty uneventful ride, I feel like, to Montana. Um, we get to our, uh, Airbnb slash... Casino, saloon, and lounge. <laughs> and like you forgot. Wait, what I forget? The coffee. Oh, and yeah. So in Montana, and I think it more in the West because I think we we saw a few in Seattle, but yeah, um, yeah. There, there are there are abundance even there little, in Wyoming as well. They're these little like huts. They're like literally like one room like. Like, almost like a, a back east, like, what I would consider, like, when you have a gas station, but you don't have, like, you know, an actual store. It's just, like, that little thing in the middle. Mm. Like, it's pretty much, like, maybe that mm. size or a little bit bigger. Maybe, like, one and a half of those. So, it's a pretty small space, and it's just a coffee. Like, mm-hmm. drive th- drive through. It's all a drive through. drive through coffee. Um, maybe they have some food. They, our place had um, breakfast sandwiches mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some stuff. They had tea. I had tea. It was it was good. Um, but yeah, so all of these businesses. So coffee, drive through coffee. You have a bar um, with a casino in the back. And when I say casino, I mean like a mm. like it looked like an old office, like someone's office, and that they had just like put a bunch of um, slot machines in it and a cooler of help yourself water. <laughs> it was pretty weak. It was like a... And a sign that said, well, drinks are free or something. Like, or house drinks, whatever. It was so... Yeah, and it wasn't even like good slot machines. It was like video poker slot machines. It was, it was pretty weak. But anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, so just stepping back, you'd reference the drive from Wyoming to Montana. Oh. It, it was, I don't want to take too much time to talk about it, but I agree. It was beautiful and, and, and uneventful. And one of the nice things about it was um, much of it was off of the interstate, yes. especially traveling through Montana uh, to uh, Big Fork and, and just, you know, so blessed to have the opportunity to see 
that countryside. I think regardless of what comes up, uh, Montana and Wyoming will certainly be special places in this trip. Um, so yeah, we get to the, the, the Airbnb that Ann just talked about, Buffalo Saloon and Casino. And I'm immediately greeted by Bob when we get in. And it was interesting because we go ahead. Yep. I was going to say, we should talk about the instructions. The instructions. Like the instructions, like, you know, when you get, when you have an, go mm-hmm. to an Airbnb, mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. send you, okay, go to this door and, you know, type in this code. Like this one was like, go to the southeast side of the building. There are two sets of doors. Take the doors on the yeah, right. Yeah, it was confusing. Like, like we're going to know which side of the building is the southeast side. It was like so I confusing. Out, I don't know how JD found, found our room. Because the southeast side, actually. well i'm pretty sure that's southeast so i'm just gonna walk through this open door and to ann's point it was awkward because it it i'll do my best to paint this picture for our hopefully more than four listeners in this podcast um but the it's like a common area that you'd see maybe it like a lounge of a ski resort or yeah. something there's like a fireplace and a common area table lots of puzzles and yeah puzzles and books, books and it just feels like a warm inviting ski loft kind of place but then off to the left there's a a room with like glass doors and behind that is clearly an area where staff does laundry and kitchen like like there's sinks and laundry and like just kind of like a utility room which was like and then you realize that there's like another guest room in there too Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. wasn't really evident like at first if you paid attention to traffic it was yeah but like we had a huge amount of space in this airbnb like we did and so there was a lot of staff traffic in that area and then to your point about the space like if you kept walking through you get to then what is our unit but it didn't look like a unit it didn't have a number no and i just kind of had to guess at the door and we did and it opened and then yeah you can talk about how big the space was well it's basically a big l and like so straight ahead you had two queen size beds um, across from it, you had, then it came, it came way back. You had some, a fireplace, a big dresser, and then a, um, I just never did a tour. I was too tired. A little mini fridge and microwave, like little setup, and then like a huge bathroom. Um, and then like, that was like straight ahead from walking in the door. And then to your left, there was like a desk that had a huge TV on it. And then there was like, like a city, two couches and like a coffee table. And then in the corner, there was still even like a table that you could sit and eat at. I mean, it was like, you could like, I mean, I was like, this is like more furniture than actually it's definitely more furniture than our apartment. Like it's two beds, but anyway, like, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. anyway, it was just a lot of space, which actually was nice just to kind of spread out. The shower was pretty great. The shower too. was great. Yeah, so, and I hadn't showered in three days because... She was starting to stink up the car. The, the, the As much as we loved oh, that place, yeah. or the place in Wyoming, the last place we talked about, oh, it was awesome, but the shower. Oh, it was a disaster. You had to do... JD actually like, made it, got it two showers. I can't, I didn't even come to the Yeah, yeah I like, no Fuck this shit. I think I might have sold my soul... To the devil. I didn't mean to do that, nor did I ever think I would do that on a road trip celebrating Anne's family. But um, it's possible. I got two. So this shower, we'll just take a minute. So, I mean, to the homeowner's credit, you know, she she was very polite. And she told us that the water pressure is, you know, mountain water pressure. And it's not very good. Uh, but, oh, it was just a disaster. But you had to do was, like a, a kabuki dance. And it, it was so strange because... The kitchen water and the bathrooms, the kitchen faucet and the bathroom faucet had signs like careful water is super hot. Mm, mm. So, you know, and, it, and, it, and it, it did, it gets really hot. Like you turn it on, you don't even have to turn on very much and it starts to really get hot. Yeah. The shower? No. 
No. It's just so bad. Like literally so bad. no. And she, and she said, just turn it slightly. So it basically is like an ice bucket trickle <laughs> as a shower. Like I'm like, I don't even think you could call this a shower. And unfortunately there was no tub. So it was just uh, a stand-up shower. So, uh, you know, I did my Mexican, what I like to call my, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's well, anyway. Anyway, so, my shower where I just use like, you know, I just use a washcloth and some soap and, you know. We've really go. taken a, a toll on the showers here because this is, that there'll be two showers of our four airbnbs that were just really problematic the youngstown house which was just a disaster everywhere although you know we left a decent enough review on airbnb because different strokes different folks who knows and um then of course the Wyoming house but um anyway so bob montana it was awkward um yeah so coming back to this like awkward place where we just randomly find our room Jitty meets the owner. Yeah, and he seemed like a really nice fella. Uh, clearly a capitalist, because uh, about every income-generating opportunity he could put in place at this business, he clearly has between the coffee shop and the saloon and the restaurant and the lodge and what have you. And the casino. Don't forget the casino. The casino's really sad. I mean, I wanted to, like, partake in a casino. And I'm like, nah, the only thing we had to pick up in that... Casino is COVID. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's like that's for that's sure. all that's happening in that casino. So, um, so we we um, the first night we were there, we went and hung out in in Big Fork downtown and had a yeah, nice dinner with our friend Nina. Delicious um, ribeye. Yeah, you had you had a delicious meal, and then um, and then the next day. Um, Saturday, we went uh, kayaking in Glacier. Glacier Park. Glacier National Park. Glacier National Park. Um, yeah. There's two big national parks right there. We think we're going to get maybe some stickers for the Jeep or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, or maybe for our, our Yeti. If you are interested in seeing any of our exploits at Glacier National Park, which our friend Nina hooked us up with. Thank you, Nina. That was Great job. amazing to see you she and spend time yeah. with you and just your generosity. It was just so um, amazing. And yeah. we were very thankful for that. Yes. So she got us those kayaks and she got us like breezed in there because of the um, fact that she had the kayaks. Yeah. The pass or whatever to get into the park. Yeah. And if you if the folks are interested in seeing Pixie, you zooming around. I got a good pic of Anne zooming around on the lake. Zooming. It's on my Insta stories. Zooming. Um, and then we saw an eagle. I put that on my stories. Mm-hmm. There's um, a nest, right? A couple of nests or something. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of nests. So yeah, that was a really cool experience. And it was like a glacier lake. You could see yes. so far it was down. So cool. It was so flippant cool. I think at one point I'm I'm guessing here obviously, but it seemed like it could be twenty feet. Maybe. That you could see in that lake. It was just so, so clear. So clear. It was awesome. It was so crisp. Like McDonald. McDonald. Think, or McDonald, yeah. Yeah, McDonald Lake and National Glacier, Glacier National Park. I always want to say National Glacier. Was he old? Who? McDonald? Yeah. I don't know. Did he have a farm? Ha ha ha. <laughs> Dad jokes for days. For days. Days and days. We had a nice little, they have like, you know, I've never been to a national park like that, um, where they have like actual biz, like restaurants and stores. So many businesses. And houses. And houses. Dude had a house on Lake McDonald with his boat anchored off his shore. It was pretty cool. Um, We had a nice little lunch and some ice cream, and Nina drove us around some. Um, And then we, you know... And and when Ann says drove us around some, she is uh, a bit of a humble brag about we got to go on the Going to the Sun Road, which is uh, an iconic road. Um, that uh, it was great to be on a small portion of. Uh, next time we'll try to get there for the whole thing because yeah. it's supposed to be beautiful, and the portion of it that we were on very much was. Yeah. And so, 
That was our day at the park. We had some dinner with Nina and her parents later that evening uh, at their home. And it was just so good to be in their presence. Mm-hmm. And They're so sweet. To share that So time. sweet. Nice to see their home and picture where they are and all that all that nice stuff. So... And then there was a quick couple of days, yeah, right? It was a quick two couple and of days. a half. Yeah, and so clearly it was busy. We were quite active, um, hence no podcast, hence yeah. no posting on Instagram for me at least. All the time was with people are sleeping. People are sleeping, um, and that was pretty much the case in our next stop, um, Edmonds, Washington. Um, it was a bit of a long, a bit of a haul from mm-hmm. Montana for sure. That mm. was what about. 10 hours maybe? No, I think it was eight, eight, but I mean, Washington's a big state. Excuse me, a big state. Yeah, so um, we went um, outside Seattle to see um, my mom's brother and his family. Um, I haven't seen my aunt and my cousin for, I hadn't seen them for, I think, almost 10 years. So it was really special. Um, yeah, and we just had an, a great time with family. We were there for like three days. Yeah, we were there for three days. So, um, yeah, my cousin took the day off, and he and I went to a park and hung out with the dogs and had a had lunch and, um, and then what else did we do? I had never seen his house, so that was really cool to see his house. Um, and then you came over for happy hour. Yeah, so um, his so three days in Edmonds. Edmonds is a cool city. Uh, yeah, it's the first time that I had ever been to Edmonds, and so you know one of the things that you had talked about before we got there was just how breathtaking it is, and that you can drive around the streets or the neighborhoods, and you know, you're just kind of surrounded by the sound and views of the sound. Mm-hmm. And, and when so I say pretty. sound, I'm referring to Puget Sound. It is so pretty. And so one of the things that we did, I think it was the first night there, maybe mm-hmm. the second, I don't know. Yeah, for um, second we, night. We did that uh, sunset walk on Puget Sound uh, with your uh, uncle and your aunt. Uh, and that was really nice. He so, saw yeah, well, a guy with a classic car. Yeah. And so... He, of course, struck up a conversation with that guy because Dave's a big car guy. Big car guy. He's got a Corvette. He told me the year of it. I think 98. Oh, wow. Um, we went for a ride in the car to the taco to truck. The taco truck. Those are... So Dave just loves the taco truck, right? So my uncle... Um, my uncle's a very picky eater. Um, like when he was growing up, he would only eat peanut butter and jelly. Um, and now he pretty much just eats like tacos, hamburgers, maybe some, like pretty much he just eats meat and it's mostly red meat, no vegetables, mm. but like, I mean, he's, has a very, yeah. He golfs a lot. He's a healthy guy. He is a healthy guy. I mean, pretty aside active from dude. his diet of no vegetables. Um, <laughs> says the vegan, but I mean, no, I mean, he actually is in good health. Like yeah. he, he does look good and they... Yeah, they they they're they're very active mentally and physically. So for sure. Um. Anyway, so go ahead and talk about the tacos. Oh yeah. So, so this he took me big... for a ride to the taco truck because well, it's like this one of also... his main food groups. Yeah, and it's also a big deal. I mean, my uncle's retired, so it's like pretty much all he does is golf and go to the taco truck, and like hang out with my cousin. Yeah, and he rakes in the cash for his golf also. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, which circles back to the taco, taco truck story. Truck. So, so he, he takes me to the taco truck, rescues me from work, and uh, man, those are good tacos. We I wasn't expecting much, but I always love a pretty tasty taco, and so I got three tacos. I probably should have got four. He had mentioned they were small. I, I didn't think they could be as small as they were, but they were still pretty filling. I got the chicken, I got the carne asada, and uh, I also got the carnitas, and they were all amazingly delicious. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, JD got some, I think, and then we had another good meal, I think. Well, did you like the 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 pork meal? Oh yeah, we went to this place called the Fat Pig in Edmonds. We got takeout. And, and yeah, well, we got takeout from there. That's what I was referring to. 
And I'll tell you, the pulled pork sandwich is kind of what I was craving, and that was okay. It wasn't great. It was like a weird kind of Hawaiian roll, which made it a little mm. sweet, which I didn't really care for. And then it had coleslaw on it. And oh, like, you don't like coleslaw. The, the pulled pork itself was just... I, there's something about it. I just would have preferred it to be more juicy, maybe cooked for longer. I don't really know. Seasoned differently. But the ribs were out of this world just fall off the bone amazing nice yeah nice they did something right yeah they did something right. so that was incredible and to your point about your cousin's home it's absolutely beautiful he um has mobility challenges and so it's good that his house is all on one level and pretty open mm-hmm. um, and easy to get around and just yeah. very well designed. Yeah. It's welcoming and it's a seamless transition really from the main living areas out to a beautiful garden space. Beautiful garden space, yeah. Yeah, my cousin was in a snowboarding accident when he was 22. I was 18, um, so he is technically a quadriplegic, so he can't, he can move basically his upper, well, what is this muscle right here I'm pointing? It's basically um, the lower part of the shoulder, so like that's basically where he cuts off, is like the top of your like chest. At the mm. very top. Mm. So he he does have some use of his arms and hands, but it's not it's not a lot. Um so but it's he is just absolutely amazing. I mean he drives a car, he you know, he has a job like everybody else, you know, he's um and you know, I I compare it to my dad who, you know, for all intents and purposes was in towards the end of his life was in a similar situation. Um, but he had to have round the clock care and Eric can just have someone in the morning, um, to help him and someone at night. And so it's nice. It gives him a lot of, um, independence. And, um, so it was just, I haven't seen him in, in a long time cause it's hard for him to travel. So it was just awesome to mm-hmm. be with him and spend time with him. And, um, yeah, he's just, he's really, a, I think he's an astonishing person. Yeah, and I agree with you. He, it was really nice to meet him. I'd heard a lot about Eric over the time that we've been together. Because um, you do have a special relationship. And so it was nice to meet him and form my own relationship with him. I uh, very much appreciate him uh, as well. And he's just a really special, special person for sure. And it's one of the reasons that we wanted to do this trip, I think is, you know, honoring your dad and, and, and your grandma and, um, you know, refreshing those relationships and, and seeing those special people in our lives. And we hope that you will do the same as you listen to our podcast. (laughs) We hope we're motivating you Uh, to, to reconnect with the important people in your life. Uh, because it is so important. Um, and how many times can I say that word? Yeah, it's easier than you think. It's easier than you think. (laughs) Wait, our drive today was eight hours, roughly a little over eight Mm -hmm, hours. mm -hmm. Lots of traffic in the state of Oregon, it turns out. Lots of traffic in the state of Oregon. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, we are a little bit fried at this point in time. Hmm. It's 1130 at night. Not fried enough though to forget about a very important observation that I made today, which turned out to be true. Oh yes. Well, do we want to say anything more about our Seattle trip before you come to that observation? Uh, yeah, we think just, it's a good flag. I think just the importance of family. It was really nice to spend from my perspective anyway, the, the three days that we were there with your um and an uncle and cousin Eric and then we went to uh what's it called Deception Pass Deception Pass which is like um what about State Park It was a state park a beach it's it's this area where i guess um there are these big rock formations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the current carries like it the the wind carries the current in different directions at the same Yeah so i think it's like a way to transit from 
a freshwater river environment oh, into right. this sound through, to your point, a jagged like rock area where there's a bridge. It'll take auto traffic, and then, yeah, there's the water, and it comes from all the different directions. It's really dangerous. I mean, there was a lot of um, current and swell Yes. In the area of the sound where we were, that like you couldn't surf. No. But I mean, it was probably like a f- ankle high to maybe mid calf wave. I mean, yeah. it's not insignificant. Yeah, we had a nice little hike. Murphy really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I my f- shoes got soaking wet. Um, but that's okay. (laughs) They dried. They dried. They did. They dried. Um, it was beautiful views. And we had some, uh, roadside lunch at this place that fried everything. Shrimp shack. Shrimp shack. Burgers, fries. Your phone thought it was in Canada. Yeah, my phone thought it was in Canada. Mm. It was like, welcome to Canada. I'm like, nope. Nope. Not there. Hashtag awkward. Hashtag awkward. Mm. So... And then just, yeah, more family time. My cousin is really into remote control um, cars and and He sure is. Wow. He's got a tank that fires pellets. Yep. We were firing. Well, we didn't fire it at the dog, but... Well, I fired it at myself. You fired it at yourself. He has a whole track in his, um, like, this whole cool setup in his yard where he can, like, race cars on, like, this... Yeah. It's it's really cool. It's like a half pipe for RC cars. Yeah. He broke one while we were there. Yeah, it happens all the time apparently. And then we went to a, <laughs> we went to this really cool park, um, that we used to be a golf course, and they just like turned it into a park, which was kind of cool. I mean, they they kept it up. I mean, it didn't feel like a golf course. It was just like grass, but it still was like mowed and. Um, so, and the, there were these little kids like we're watching Eric play with this like art this remote control Jeep car and. And my drone, we um, had a drone up before oh yeah. I lost it. Oh, yeah, that was... Well, he... And he also <laughs> aimed it at it my head. It was far. I did not aim it at well, your you head. Did, but it literally... I did not you know, aim it at your head. It looked like it was coming straight towards me. I had to <laughs> Well, duck. it was coming straight towards <laughs> you. But I did not aim it at your head. Okay, let's step back and try to diffuse this situation if that's possible um so the drone is a relatively new investment and it's still i'm still learning how to fly it the first flight i thought went generally well with the one exception that ann just referenced (laughs) where she and i quote you know it came flying at her head at my direction well that's kind of true but what happened was, was I wanted to bring the drone back, and there's a command on there. I wanted to learn the features of the app, and there's a command that says return to home. So I hit return to home, and I swiped right, and then the drone started doing its own thing, which included coming for your head. See, it thinks I'm home. As, as we all do, because you're just such an inviting and gracious Aww. person. Thanks, honey. And I'm sorry that this came flying at your head. <laughs> um, oh, Lord. So that was fun, yeah. Yeah, so that was super fun. So that's basically our Seattle trip. I mean, it was you know very active mm-hmm. and w- basically with people all the time or sleeping. So mm-hmm. not a lot of posting, not a oh, lot the of podcasting. Dog, cats. Oh, yes. So my uncle has, my aunt and uncle, you have pretty much at all times have two cats. Yeah. Who are siblings. Buster and what's the other one? Buster and Sweetie Pie. Sweetie Pie. Yeah, boy and girl cat. And um, Murphy is, they've never been around dogs. And Murphy's never been around cats. So, you know, it actually went really well. Um, They pretty much just avoided each other. Well, Um, the cats avoided Murphy. Yes. Murphy Sorry. tried to find the cats and make friends with the cats, but the cats avoided that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Sweetie Pie like tailed she, Murphy. She was she was a little curious herself, but she really, really didn't. She was like, nah. 
I'm kind of, I think she was probably more curious as to when he was leaving. <laughs> um, and Buster, oh no, Buster would have nothing to do with it. Oh yeah. But the funniest thing happened when I was sitting in the in the main in my their living room talking to them. So I'm on the couch and Murphy is sitting next to me, or he's he's curled up sleeping. He's dead asleep because you know we've been doing all this stuff. And my aunt and uncle are sitting in chairs across from me and Buster comes in and I guess Buster is a very social cat. And so he came in to say hi to me and he rubbed up against my leg and, you know, kind of wanted me to pet him. At one point, like I thought he might come up on the couch and I'm like, Murphy's like right here. This (laughs) cat does not see the dog. Like there's no way because it wouldn't come as close. Like the cat is afraid of the dog and so at one point my aunt and uncle called it over to them and um buster was over with them and then then buster i think murphy moved and buster was like "Uh uh-oh and buster like kind of backed away and then as he's backing away, Murphy kind of wakes up and notices oh. that the cat was there. And I was able to keep him, like, had I not told him to sit and stay on the couch, he probably would have ran after it. Yeah. Um, but he was he did good. He listened to what I was saying. And Buster, his tail got all big. And I, that's when they are upset. And so he his tail got all big. And then he, like, ran upstairs and was under the bed for, like, the rest of the night. Um, poor cat. I feel so bad for the cats, but they have a catio. Um, my uncle has built them like a little, little, um, fenced in, like their own fenced in outside area, Mm. which they love. So, you know, they got to spend lots of time in their catio. He's a handy fella. Your uncle. Yes. A hundred percent. Yep. And then we drove to Oregon. Um, yeah, we drove to Oregon today. That's where we are now. And yeah, uh, then we tomorrow are. we're going to California. Tomorrow we're going to Northern California to the town where my mom grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, Stockton, California. Stockton, California. It's not, not that uh, it's seen better days for sure. It's, it's going to be our pretty, first hotel trip. It's going to be our host hotel, first hotel stay. That and is hotel correct. Night. Yeah. Hotel night at the residence in Marriott. Um, so, yeah. And then we'll have my grandmother's service. We'll see more family. It was funny to see my aunt and uncle today. It was like, okay, well, we'll see you tomorrow. But they're flying and we're driving. Yeah. I never knew what to think about Oregon. I mean, it's a beautiful state. I, uh, I don't, and we're not spending much time here. We're literally just passing through. Um, but I, I think I thought of it after comparison for the east coast today with new yeah, with, um, with the oregon state it didn't yeah. it, it well, took a minute it took a minute well and i think there's a, there's a lot of traffic uh there was mm. a lot of traffic through portland a lot of traffic a lot of um we saw a lot of tents on the side of the highway which is always you know it's not unfortunate it's just unfortunate um, a lot of traffic surprising amount of traffic surprising amount of traffic I mean, and we were in the middle of the day. I mean, mostly the middle of the day. Yeah, it was like 12 to 2. And my 2:30. cousin, uh, Eric, warned us to not travel through Portland at rush hour. And I'm really glad he did because it, yeah. it was shit anyway. And Portland's not like a huge city, right? Like 600,000 no. people or something like less this. Than, no, less than that. Way less, less than that, I think. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I've, I looked it up and now I don't remember. Not not very big though. It's not but very for big. the traffic. You'd think it was way bigger than it is. Right, exactly. And you know the 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 northern part of Oregon. It's very agriculturally oriented. Yes. Um, lots of farmland, especially along I five. And so, early on, I thought to myself, it was um, very much like New Jersey, in that there's a large highway that you know, runs the length of the state. It's very agriculturally oriented. And there's also, at the same time, a lot of towns um, that are pretty towny and um, industrial in a way. And it just felt similar to New Jersey to me and like kind of uh, what's mm-hmm. your exit type of uh, manner. 
And then we stopped to get gas, and I was getting out of the Jeep, which I guess I just take for granted at this point, because we pretty much have to do it, like, twice a road trip. Yes. Um, at this juncture, driving seven to eight hours, and um, 400 miles or so, um, a leg. And But I was greeted by a, a pump attendant, and it just sealed the deal for me that Oregon is, in fact... <laughs> Uh, the New Jersey of the West Coast. And look, I, you know, that's a statement, you know. And, and that's what this pod is all about, making statements. And, making statements. You know, you interpret that statement however you will, listener. And Murphy, you know, into, however, if you... Well, I'm, I know you, yeah. so I interpret it in a certain way because it's coming from you and I know how you feel about certain things. Mm, so mm, I cannot make an objective mm, opinion about that statement. Mm, mm. Yeah, no, that's fair. Well, few people could, but, um, <laughs> so yeah, if, if you're a listener on this pod and you really like New Jersey, come check out Oregon. You're probably going to dig it. <laughs> it's right in your wheelhouse, man. I paid three dollars and 88 cents a gallon <laughs> for gas at some Freaking white supremacist uh, gas station. I only say that because I'm really upset that I had to pay three dollars and eighty eight oh, cents a gallon. It was the most expensive gas. gas we've had by far. Three dollars um, and eighty eight cents. But if you don't, that's like a dollar more expensive than the East Coast. Yeah, it's insane. It made Illinois look cheap. I know. It made Illinois look cheap. I can't wait to see how it stacks up against California. Oh, California. So, so anyway, but if you're if you're a person who um, doesn't like New Jersey and you're planning yourself a West Coast trip, my suggestion to you would be there are a lot of states. And if, if you have to choose one at the expense of another, um, you know, Oregon might not be something that you want to do. Uh, we're only here because we have to. To go to California from Washington and to do that requires transiting through Oregon. And it's a big state. It's a big state. It's a big state. Yeah, I think it's a 12-hour drive if we had done it um, in one day. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow it's like 5 or 6. Yeah, it's at almost 6, I think. So it's just like, Still- if we kept going, it's just there's really... I guess we could have stayed in California. I think this is like, I mean, this is what my uncle told me to do. <laughs> I think it's mostly halfway. It's what my grandparents used to do when they would drive. Yeah. Well, there it is. So there you go. It's family. Yeah. Family. Family's telling us what to do. And then your grandma's services this weekend. On Saturday, yes. Yeah. Rest in peace, grandma. She was 93, I think. She passed away in February. Yeah, during the heights of the COVIDs. Heights of the COVIDs. So, but luckily my uncle, her son and his girlfriend were able to be with her when she passed. Um, so, yeah, it's sad. So that generation. In my family, it's very quickly dwindling. So, or it is gone, actually. So it'll be a pretty busy few days for us. Lots more family time, of course. And, um, you know, that's the name of the game. That's what this trip is all about, really, remembering family that were special to us and celebrating the family and friends that we have now. And then after that, we are, you know, taking a turn. Uh, you know, we're literally, figuratively, metaphorically, all of the things. We're, yeah. we're heading back east and... Uh, with that comes some adventure, but also the sad realization that all adventures do, in fact, eventually come to an end. And we are entering the closing chapters of ours. Um, yeah. And so I guess it's fitting in, in that the first chapter for that will be Las Vegas. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we will, after my grandmother's service, we will head to our family beach house for a few days. Um, just, just the two of us, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that'll be nice, uh, just to, you know, kind of be at the beach and either relax or do things, you know, kind of 
do our own thing, which will be nice for a few days. And then we, then we get back to being super active again, going to Las Vegas. Um, our realtor and his wife are meeting us there. And then we mm. go camping for a few days in Moab, Utah. And then we head to Breckenridge. Mm-hmm. We just got to figure out a bunch of stuff from there. But uh, it's been an exciting ride and uh, will likely continue to be. Oh, and I guess one last thing that I would want to mention for the listeners is I think at one point in our drive today, we may have fallen into a wormhole into an alternate universe. Oh. Yeah, I should, I should, I drank all the water, but breaking news. <laughs> yeah, I think we, and what I mean by that is another example, yeah, this is perfect, this is another example, a nail, a nail, a final nail, if you will, in the coffin of my Oregon, New Jersey theory. <laughs> it, it was bizarre, the traffic flow oh, and gosh. the shit traffic in the state of Oregon and it, it made no sense like a lot of times on, on a highway when there's traffic there is a major vehicle accident or there you know the road goes from four lanes to three or there's construction and some of the lanes are shut down uh, or there's a car or something that makes sense right that impedes the flow there's nothing here other than people staggered Driving oh, at whatever gosh. speed they we want. They were so annoyed. <laughs> there were people driving like 30 miles per hour in the left-hand lane. Uh, it was bizarre, but it wasn't just like in one pocket. I mean... It was the whole drive. Yeah. It was, it was uh, not the... Driving was hard and it was driving through a lot of mountains and there were a lot of trucks. So you were like going down and up and down these massive curvy hills with like trucks and then cars speeding. Yeah, it was definitely a little anxiety producing for sure for the passenger. Not that you did a great job. I never felt un- that, you- that you were being unsafe. It's just you never know what the uh, what's going to happen on the road out there. So I'm very, I was, I had plan- great plans for showers and other things, but I am tired <laughs> I hope you still have some plans for other things <laughs> on that note on that note <laughs> um, thank you for joining us for episode 4 of the podcast uh, it's been fun, it's been real and hopefully will not be uh, another 9 days before we do this again any parting words, honey, for the, the the loyal listeners? We had four last time. I think the time before that Thanks, we had guys. nine. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Yay. I know. Well, we're not promoting it at all, so it's kind of hard to listen if you're not promoting it. Yeah. Um, it's hard. You know, it's busy times. Um Anyway, uh, parting words. I mean, thanks for joining us. I hope you can continue to uh, join us on our journey um, across this country and my um, journey to see my family. So, thank you. Yeah, join us on the journey, and thank you for being a part of it. And we look forward to continuing to have the conversation and see your support on our Instagram and Facebook and other social media channels. Thanks, y'all.